Hello, and welcome to our podcast, What Makes Them Tip? Innovations that changed everything, where we hear from business leaders and entrepreneurs about the moment, insight, or inspiration that made everything possible, and ultimately push them over the tipping point. I'm Mike Strada, founder and CEO of Arcalea, where we inspire business change by introducing data science, formal analytics, and provide implementation from marketing. Moneyball for growth-oriented businesses, we say success is now a science. Stay with us, and at the end of the show, we'll share how you can be the next guest on one of the fastest-growing podcasts in the industry. And with that, let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of What Makes Them Tip, Entrepreneurial Innovations That Changed Everything. I'm your host, Timmy Bauer, and my guest today is Aditi Gupta. She is the CEO and founder of Walk-In GYN Care. Aditi, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Tim. Yeah, I'm super excited to talk to you. We're going to be digging into your company, how it started, the story, uh, the tipping point. But uh, I guess before we begin, why don't you just start with, I kind of want to hear about your story as an entrepreneur. So like how that started and your progression towards starting this company and, uh, and what, like what, what made you decide to start this company? So I'll try to squeeze in about 20 years inside in one minute. You can um, do more than a minute. You can do, <laughs> you can do five minutes. Okay. Well, I'm from India originally. Uh, I w- I'm a doctor, OBGYN, um, studied in India. My father was uh, a serial entrepreneur and he used to take me to his office when I was seven or eight years old and I would just answer phones. And I guess I somehow um, inherited or, in, you know, got some entrepreneurial stuff ingrained in me by watching him run his companies. Um, and we went through a lot of struggles like failure of many companies and, you know, um, difficult times. Uh, anyway, uh, fast forward, I came here uh, to United States, to New York, and I repeated my residency here. Uh, became when was a, that? How old were you when you came here? I was uh, 28. Got it. Um, so I um, I joined the faculty at Flushing Hospital in New York, and it was really rewarding teaching people and taking care of people. But at the same time, I realized uh, there was a big gap in women's health care in this country, even though this is United States and, you know, we are like at the top of the world, we should have the best health care possible. Um, I, re- I saw that women had um, to wait almost three months to be seen by a um, doctor and or they ended up in the emergency room and waited six hours, eight hours just to be told, hey, go back, see your doctor tomorrow. Oh, geez. Um, yeah. So so basically. Um, that led a little, you know, bulb idea in me, uh, telling yeah. me to open the uh, a walk-in center for women's health, and nothing like that had ever been done. And this is the first ever that I created, which provides complete and comprehensive care to women, um, gynecological care, breast care, everything, on a walk-in basis. Yeah, so I opened the first one um, in 2014 in New York, right in the middle of um, Manhattan. And the entrepreneurial part of that is that I really took on a huge risk, um, put in all my savings in there, um, wow. calculated six months of payroll, six months of rent. Like that's what I can do. Did have a bank loan for the initial construction. Um, but we opened in a very tiny, small space, and um, within three to four months, uh, we became very, very busy. 
Um, the yeah. word spread, women in New York wanted to just be able to walk in because everyone's working, everyone's busy. Yep, yep. Um, first question is, did you always know that you wanted to be a doctor? And when you were young or when you were studying to be a doctor, did you did you ever think that you were going to be doing something so entrepreneurial? Um, I'm, the answer is no to both the questions. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this is, where, this is how life, you know, uh, takes you through its twists and turns. I wanted to be an engineer. I wanted to join my father in his company. Um, ended up that I was way better in biology than in physics. So I ended up going to medical school and, and I really loved medical school. Um, OBGYN, not so much, but again, loved OBGYN once I started doing it. Um, and then entrepreneurial, no, never. All I wanted to do was work in a nice healthcare system and, you know, be a great physician. I never, ever thought that I'm going to be wearing two hats, a uh, physician hat and entrepreneurial hat. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you would think that there would already be a walk-in OBGYN. Um, was it, was it particularly hard to start the first one? Like what were some of the challenges of that? And how come there wasn't one already? I, I, it still doesn't exist. I still, I, I'm on to my fourth location right now and it's still not, you know, um, easily available. And I think the challenge is, OBGYN is very specialized um, and it's very hard to have it staffed by certified providers seven days a week, all day, every day, and make sure our doors are open. And that was one of the biggest challenges, training people, um, having standardized protocols so that everyone gets treated the same way. And, And my mission is very high quality care. It's not like substandard care. So um, the training and staffing was one of the big issues. So you're on your fourth one now. What have been some of the, uh, for, well, first of all, when, when did you start the first one? 2014. Okay. So since 2014, now on the fourth one, what have been some of the innovative moments in the journey? So like big innovations that you've made? Mm, I think we go through something really changing every day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, so the timings, I guess, uh, initially, we I started to open only uh, in the evenings. Uh, but then I realized women wanted to come in the morning. So we started to do 12 hours a day. Uh, one of the biggest latest innovations that we've done this year is uh, going completely paperless. Uh, patients can go and make appointments online, do everything online. And all they need to do is just come in and show up in the waiting room. Yeah. Um, so that really created a lot of challenges for us with, you know, implementation. But at this point, uh, I think that's definitely streamlined a lot. What was um, something? Oh, I'm sorry. Didn't mean to cut you off. Yet no, more. Okay. Uh, and in terms of another innovation was the pandemic, right? So yeah. uh, we switched telehealth. We added telehealth component to our regular services with, and we launched it nationally. So that was very rewarding. That's awesome. Uh, what is something about this that you didn't that you didn't think was going to be so hard that you're surprised is so difficult? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, recruitment, um, uh, staffing. Got it. Basically, it was. What's more, the big challenge? The big challenge is a lot of women uh, 
we need a lot of women providers also because we are taking care of women and providers themselves or staff themselves have kids they need to go home so their childcare issues and all those things so that has been um, challenging but i do let them bring their kids to work and we have a network that they girls support each other so i'm trying to negotiate those challenges but that's been one of the major ones yeah so take me to this is kind of the the premise of the show here is take me to a time when you really felt like you were beating your head against a wall trying to f- figure something out or or maybe something happened or you made a decision that tipped your company towards success what what would you say was the tipping point of success for your company um i think the when i started decided to open all day every day including saturdays and sundays that was a tipping point for sure um it took only about 6 months for women to start telling each other that hey did you know they're open like even today they come and say hey we had no idea you're open sundays and you just take walk-ins so um my decision to really keep that philosophy open and never close regardless of snowstorms or whatever and like if the mail service is open we'll be open yeah so, that's been uh, that's been huge and i'm that's amazing what what's a problem that you're still currently trying to work with some tipping point of success that you're hoping to get to um i think increasing the efficiency is is something um that now we're struggling with because now we're busy which is a good thing for a business uh and and women's health but that also has increased wait times and especially with pandemic we can't have people a lot of people in the waiting room so they have to wait outside so my next project this year is really to um increase our efficiency um i actually had to renovate our offices to create more exam rooms so that we can take care of more people so good and bad both got it if you could go back to 2014 and give yourself some advice <laughs> what would you tell yourself <laughs> So this is something that we um I talk about a lot with my friends and family um I opened the first one in a very small space it was uh 1200 square feet like barely the size of you know two exam rooms one sonogram room small waiting room so if I could go back I would open up in a bigger office right yeah. from the get go because we had to move in two years to a much bigger space in the same building so that would have saved us a lot of hassle time money everything but yeah. i just didn't have the financial means and the guts to do it it was a trial mm. run why was it so scary uh what if it fails like i i didn't do any investment or anything like that this yeah. was all just me so yeah. you know the risk i was taking and i was going to be stretched in both so like i had my own practice hospital everything else still did you have a lot of people in your life telling you you were crazy uh some <laughs> some but they were very supportive my family's been very supportive so that's been good but um uh, they always kept asking me what can we do there was really not much they could do it was all on to me so yeah 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 for entrepreneurs that are listening uh that are trying to get to their tipping points of success what's some advice from your journey that you would give them it could be something uh pr- pretty specific to you that you you would say like yeah somebody who's going through a similar thing as me in this area i would say this i think you should take the time to sit down and write down on one piece of paper why you're doing this and exactly what roadblocks you think you're going to have and are you willing to hit rock bottom 
if you're willing to hit rock bottom um, and you know you can deal with the worst case scenario then anything that happens will be much better and you will find a way to negotiate that yeah i love it okay dr aditi gupta how can listeners connect with you uh, my website is www.walkingyn.com. It's W-A-L-K-I-N-G-Y-N.com. Um, and you can just click on any of those links and uh, get in touch with me. Love it. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you, Tim. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to our show, What Makes Them Tip, Innovations That Changed Everything. If you're an entrepreneurial leader and you'd like to share the inspiration that changed everything in your business or venture, please visit arkalea.com slash guest and a small request. If you've liked this interview, please help us out by sharing this episode with a friend or on social with the hashtag Arkalea. You can also help us out right now by providing a review in your podcast player and a thumbs up or rating review would help a ton. We promise to read every word and it helps us improve a little bit each day. And while you're at it, please also subscribe because every week you're going to be inspired and learn from other leaders in bite-sized increments. Again, my name is Mike Strada. Let's connect either on social or stay up to date on all things business at arcalea.com. Thanks again for listening and thank you for being part of the over 99% of America's firms that make up the entrepreneurial community. Until next time.